0: Since we we, we do uh, appreciate the formalities here, I should say, welcome to another VD Clinic podcast. I am the Darren, and with me, even before I was here, is... The Vanessa?
1: The Vanessa. <laughs> That's
0: the question? <laughs> well, you know, it's the VD Clinic podcast, so you're yes. the Vanessa host, and... Okay. I don't know. I'm.
1: Um, <laughs> As usual, we we never know what's going on. I uh, I I particularly don't because I just worked the election yesterday, so tw- I was up for twenty two hours. So I'm already <laughs> like, what?
0: <laughs> I, I voted in the election and then tried to follow it until I fell asleep last night. Is right.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> You no, know, here we are for another referral slip, and yeah, I think this one's gonna be kind of short today, which is fine. We can ramble um for our this our our big episode. trust me, we will we have two uh, two guests so yeah, yes,
0: so that'll be. Uh, I, I I haven't rewatched the movie yet, and I haven't found any. Nor have I any Thanksgiving or uh, Native American History Month themes, but I could probably bullshit my way through something of that. But anyway, this we are in November. Um.
1: I will say my only my only my only Thanksgiving film or whatever recommendation of any sort is just that scene from Adams family values. where they' where they you have to do the
0: the horrible hey, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving play yeah.
1: in the in, yes, and in, in Wednesday and Pugsley, and funny. all the outcast children get their revenge on the popular children. That's the only acceptable way for Thanksgiving to be celebrated in film. I've said it.
0: You, Sarah Miller have broken all of your promises to my people. (laughs) (laughs) So I've decided to burn your village to the ground or something like that. It's been a while.
1: Oh oh, yes. I know.
0: but That and uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but some guys in a band I used to play a lot of shows with, made Mm -hmm. a movie called Thanks Killing. Yeah, I have seen that. There is a, they didn't say that it's based on me, and there were two drummers here in our punk, uh, three, there were three drummers here named Darren, but there was Mm -hmm. like a nerdy loser kind of dickhead guy in the movie named Darren, and I'm going to say it's not based on me.
1: I don't remember, but I did see that movie. <laughs> I can say that.
0: But I believe
1: I believe I did. It's what I'm thinking of.
0: It's the gobble-gobble motherfucker.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Turkey. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But anyway. This might be closer, especially if we cut off all that bullshitting at the beginning. Uh, this might be closer to our Initial intended length. So uh, to keep it.
1: This is just a quick check in.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, it's a ref- yeah, it's it's your your regular checkup. You know, doesn't take long to get get your blood taken for the blood work. Um, I uh, just just last night, as of recording, watched the first episode of HBO slash the BBC's His Dark Materials. Now, okay, Vanessa, you said you are unfamiliar with this.
1: I have no clue what this is. I just know you posted something, but I didn't get to read any or listen at watch anything about it. I because I've been so busy.
0: Cool. Uh, so, well, this is a show that the first episode started uh, the beginning of no beginning of this month, beginning of November. But uh, His Dark Materials is a trilogy of fantasy novels by Sir Philip Pullman. Uh, the, there was a movie adaptation uh, in the 90s called The Golden Compass, which mostly covered the first book, which uh, in the States is called The Golden Compass. I,
1: I know. I have seen that. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, in the States, the book is called The Golden Compass, but uh, initially it was titled Northern Lights when it came out uh, in the UK and elsewhere. Uh, the second book is called The Subtle Knife, and the third book is called Amber Spyglass. Uh, so this is, yeah, uh, a series adaptation of the film series. Since you said you've seen the movie, um, yeah, the movie is mostly the first book, you know, minus stuff because it's a movie. Uh, the first episode of the show... Uh, probably it's an hour long and it gets to probably where you're at about 20 minutes into the movie. So, uh, in, in the film, it was what, uh, Sam Elliott was Lee Scoresby, the sky pilot. Uh, the, the show is about a little girl and some other people and a lot of like parallel universes Mm -hmm. and the, the movie was going to be a trilogy of movies, but the Catholic Church got very upset and very involved and kind of killed the film series because, you know, in the book series and in the movie and in the show, there's this weird, secretive, oppressive, religious group called the Magisterium that, uh, you know, does things like the Catholic Church does.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: the, the, The show so far is really... Uh, you know, as a, I like the books more than I liked the movie adaptation, and I don't dislike the movie adaptation. But uh what in the in the show, uh Lynn Manuel Miranda will play Lee mm-hmm. Scoresby, James McAvoy is Lord Azriel, uh James Cosmo is Fodder Corum. And I can't. Oh, the it's an it's a new actress who plays Lyra, the the main character girl. Uh, her name is Daphne something. Daphne Keen. Yeah, Daphne Keen. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I recommend the books and the TV series and probably the movie. the The marketing for the movie, I think, was terrible. I think when it came out, I was working, like my high school job. Uh, so it was like McDonald's. Or something like that, and I think there were McDonald's mm-hmm. toys, and I had no interest in the movie. And then I found out that it was, you know, critical of the Catholic Church, and I said, "Oh, you've got my interest." And then I found out that, you know, Ian McKellen was a battle bear. I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> you've got all of my attention now." So you've just seen the movie. What did you think of the movie? Probably not a big fan.
1: Um, I barely remember it. Ah. Uh. I think I was incredibly intoxicated. I don't know <laughs> on what. And I think I was just tired. And so it went in, I would say one ear and out the other. But one eye and out the other eye, I mean, what? Like, I don't know. I, I need to rewatch it.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um. I, I enjoy it, I think but it I understand.
1: Was, I think uh, it was some of the acting. I just was like, and. Eh. Some of them fell flat for me.
0: Okay, well, who's uh, James Bond was as real on that? It was it Nicole Kidman? I don't think you're a big fan of hers.
1: Yeah, I'm very. There are very few films of her. She can be a good actress, but I'm not. I, I'm not like, oh, I love her. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ruth Wilson plays her part. In the show.
1: All right, not familiar with her. I do uh,
0: she I don't was say. in uh, like the 2006 Jane Eyre. I, I recognize that film. No,
1: you you don't uh, Jane Eyre. No, why would I see Jane Eyre? Uh, <laughs> I, it's just not my style.
0: <laughs> she's in "I'm the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House" from 2016. Ah,
1: uh, okay.
0: Uh, okay. But I didn't wreck. She was in a show called Luther, but I haven't yes. watched that
1: show. Yes. Okay. Okay. I had seen that.
0: But anyway.
1: That's what I'm saying. I've probably seen her. I just don't know the name off the top of my head.
0: But yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the show's taking its time. Uh, it's HBO, so it comes out once a week. So I'm going to try to stay okay. current. But this is also uh, Amanda and I when we started. Not, not too. Well, yeah, relatively soon into our uh, dating before we got married, uh, we would randomly just read books to each other. And mm. over the course of our relationship, she's read me this entire book series. And, okay. Uh, but it's, uh, I forget how, but yeah, I feel like, you know, fantasy and criticism of religion. And like, and if you are totally un- unfamiliar with the storylines, like in this universe your soul or whatever comes in the form of a daemon, which is an animal that is always with you. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, you hang out and it's like this weird, interesting thing, but it goes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like fantasy, or if you do not like organized religion or can at least take some criticism of it, this is for you.
1: Well, that is a perfect segue into one of my things. <laughs> awesome. speaking, of, speaking of criticizing organized religion, um, <laughs> I can't completely recommend this yet because I'm still in the process of reading it. But I am... Oh, Zora, please move. Sorry. The cat fell asleep on it. <laughs> I, it's... It. N- yeah. Zora... Got high on catnip and has like and kind of ran around a little bit and now fell asleep on top of the book. But I got out the book, um, by Aldous Huxley, "The Devils of Loudon," a story, a true story of demonic possession. So, are you familiar with the case of Have you seen the movie "The Devils"? Ken Russell's "The Devils."
0: Believe so, uh, but I—the th- only thing by Aldous Huxley I ever read was uh, what *Brave New World* and maybe right. I, excerpts of what *Doors of Perception* or something like that. Yeah, that, that's
1: exactly what I had read before. That, but that's like fiction. This is nonfiction, actually, and um, he apparently—I mean—didn't write a lot of uh, nonfiction, but the. The, so, this case of this actual case that is documented in history and in the Catholic Church of this demonic, quote unquote demonic possession um, that took place in Loudon, France, and like 16th century. Yeah. So, in 1632, sorry. Um, same
0: year as the Goonies, doubloon.
1: <laughs> so, so basically, it's a in in, in you and the movie Ken Russell's The Devils is like a dramatization of this, but it's basically this convent is uh, this group of nuns is supposedly possessed by the devil and is like sexually seduced and this. Um, priest becomes involved in it, and like it, I, Oliver Reed plays the priest in the movie, <laughs> and he was drunk all the time when that movie gets, yeah, which by the way, that's an awesome movie, I'll recommend that too. But the, so I'm reading, I, and I had, I had, um, heard, you know, or, you know, read some just basic things about this case before, but I, got the book recently and I haven't gotten that far into it. It's, I will tell you this. It is very, it gets into a a lot of the nitty gritty of history and uh, specifically of the church. And oh my God. Okay. So my dad just also came and visited me. That's another thing. I've been really busy. I had two weeks of house guests almost constantly, then I had Halloween, and then I had working the elections. I, my head's been spinning, I'm telling you. Um, but anyway, so my dad, who is here, and he's an ordained Catholic deacon, we talked so much religion. Oh my goodness! In the five days he was here, um, he was here without my stepmother. So, but it was a lot of academic discussion. Only one study, you know make the comment trying to convert me, but that's beside the point. (laughs) But I'm just saying that the point of me saying this is that he saw that I was reading this book (laughs) and we started talking about the history of the church within and I was trying to explain some of this case. And of course, I didn't necessarily want to talk about so much like, yeah, and it was all about these nuns were like sexual, you know, like all the sexual ecstasy and blah, blah, blah. And that was part of the demonic possession and all of this stuff. I let him just pick up the and read the back of the book. And, you know, I'm like, let's just whatever. <laughs> we're already having an awkward five days of father-daughter, you know, strained father-daughter time. Um, no, it's... Still awkward moments, you know, you get to a point where it's like, um, because he didn't want to go traipsing around the city, you know. So, yeah, he doesn't like New York like my mom does. <laughs> but anyway, so the book is what's interesting, though, is kind of this history that it lays out. And it's of this time period in the Catholic Church where there was this critis- that criticism of i mean i mean it was it was organized religion criticizing other organized religion and it's very fascinating to read it and huxley kind of it's academic but it's not as if it's a pure historian writing it you know it, it so it so it feels a little bit more accessible, but I would just say if, you know, I'll, I'll give a progress report as I go along. I'm not hurrying through this one cause it is weighty material, but it's kind of, it's, it's interesting. And, um, but in the meantime, I will say that Ken Russell's the devils. I absolutely. Fucking see that. It's hard to see. I mean, they're, they're different cuts of that. Because it was censored for so long. (laughs) Mm. Vanessa Redgrave's in it too. Um, I always love her. So, but yeah. So I was going to throw that out there. Like I said, I'm not. I can't completely say it's an absolute recommend. And I love it, but I I am enjoying it because it's it's interesting. It's something. It's just something different. Uh, I, and because I, so much when I tend to read nonfiction, I read much more uh, sociological uh, and a lot of content, more contemporary kind of history. I'm not necessarily reading this kind of history.
0: <laughs> I see. It says that there's a opera based off the stage play based off this book
1: that would be interesting
0: The yeah this story was adapted into a stage play in 1960 uh, and then in 71 it was turned into the devils and then there's mm-hmm. an opera it doesn't say when but it, it says there's an opera looks like it's German Die Tufel von Luden by Krzysztof Penderecki, available on DVD. <laughs>
1: hmm, I'd actually be curious to see that. Um, that sound, that could be fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just thinking that could be all kinds of crazy things going on there. <laughs> I mean, the, available can...
0: to use for two hundred dollars on Amazon
1: right? Well, Ken Russell's, the devils is pretty crazy in and of itself. I mean, but Ken Russell's style tends to be, uh, yeah, it's very provocative and captures the spirit as it were. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, but it was interesting that my dad and I get talking about all of this and then talking about the Jesuits, um, specifically, are partially involved with this. So, and I'm like, huh, that is something I didn't know because I went to a Jesuit college and I'm just, uh, you know, it's just kind of interesting when when I'm like, okay, things I didn't know, even though I had to take theology classes. <laughs> and think, you know, I took a specific, like, you know, Catholicism class and everything, and but still... This is something they were not teaching in that class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Do we want to take a quick break? Sure. Sorry, I need to get more water.
0: <laughs> no, it's all good. Well, we'll be right back after Vanessa gets more water.
2: Faye Ray. <laughs> Janet Lee, Adrian King, Heather Langenkamp, Amy Steele, That Weatherman Who Saw the Cockroach, Oh my God! Oh my God! Jamie Lee Curtis, and you. Come on. You know you Let her rip. Oh my God. There. Now don't you feel better. You are now officially a Scream Queen. Come play with the rest of us at www.ScreamQueens.com. That's Queens with a Z. Or you could subscribe to us on iTunes. Either way. It's going to be fucking fabulous. The Scream Queen's Horror Podcast. It's where horror gets banned.
1: So, um, yeah, so since I was very busy and, you know, limited with what I could watch with Dad, I ended up. Um, I, end, I really haven't gotten a, a lot of time to watch much else other than, you know, my horror movies for Halloween and stuff. But when I've been at, like, work and stuff, I've been listening to a lot of just different, like, random podcasts Um, over the past month. And I've kind of been, like, stockpiling them. And there are a couple, Darren, that I have to say that I've been – I have barely, I've barely, I don't know how, how I've contained the excitement from, te- you know, and had to, I've been trying to hold back from telling you. Uh, because I actually, I don't care what the listeners think. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I do care what they think. <laughs> but I'm saying, there, Darren, there are a couple things I wanted to recommend to you, too, specifically. Cool. Um, so, I, you know, I listen to... The podcast how did this get made and they do like on un- whatever many episodes too and they do he does whatever Paul Shear does whatever one recommendation and sometimes he'll say a podcast or something and I had heard about one that was about Epstein and so I was looking for it Jeffrey Epstein so anyway I went looking for it and I ended up finding this other one <laughs> at the same time. And I, so I listened to both of them. Um, I'm going to recommend, I'm going to recommend the one that not the one he recommended, but the, cause the one I other one, I like more is called the mysterious Mr. Epstein. And it's like a, I think there are six or seven episodes so far. They're about an hour long or whatever talking about the history of like every and everything like through, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, like it's playing lays out completely like who he was, um, Ghislaine Maxwell and all the, you know, whatever players in the, in the whole case and all of the crimes that he's been involved in and with his associates have been involved with, you know, all this stuff. It's really, you know, there's a lot of it I knew, but, and, you know, we were talking about the celebrity coroner or whatever, he wants to cash in, of course. They, you know, have mentioned that, but they've like added, they just added, I think, an episode today that as of today we're recording. Um, I haven't heard that yet, but they're like adding postscripts as more pieces of this kind of story are coming out, and it's done in a, and I, I kind of like the style that it's done in. I mean, because it is a very journalistic approach without necessarily it reminds me of some things that I found um, produced by CBC like the um, uncover actually (laughs) I was going to tell you is one that (laughs) one that I went down many rabbit holes of Canadian broadcasting and (laughs) I'm not going to go into those but so the people who did this mysterious Mr. Epstein Also, originally, did this one podcast called American Scandal. And every Mm, season, every okay, every season is like a different case kind of thing or different story. And they're they range from like four to ten episodes that are released every I guess one to two weeks or something, and you know, stretches out. They, I think they're up to like, they just started season 11 to, and like the latest episode again came out today. Um, it's on crime and like New York politics. Um, but they had one, the only one, the only season I haven't listened to yet is the one on Enron, but they've had like Iran Contra, um, uh, the Tuskegee experiment i mean the yeah i mean just oh speak here's my here's my contribution to thanksgiving um is there one season about the battle at wounded knee mm-hmm. and the battle of aim, of AIM uh, the american indian movement um basically against the yeah federal government it's ver- it's really interesting I there's they it's they own they do in a like a I guess a four person like make it I mean a four, I'm saying a four four part series when it could have been mo- they could have been made it longer truthfully there was more like they didn't even get into really Leonard Peltier. I mean, like he was, they talk more about like Russell means and he gets like, some of it's like heavy duty, like political stuff. That's why I was saying that I have, I've been really excited to tell you really about this one. And I knew that, you know, the Epstein one, I think you would find interesting. It's an interesting case anyway. I mean, even, you know, we've had this conversation again about these predators, sexual predators, but, um, over on your show, but I know you just finished that Ronan Farrow book.
0: Oh yeah. Catch and kill.
1: Yeah. Which by the way, everybody go listen to his episode over there about on um, psychosomatic cast about that.
0: Oh, thanks. I was like in a fever dream all the way through. <laughs> 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 that's yeah.
1: No, I wanted, to, I wanted to read. that's on my to read list. And yeah, part of me is like, should I do the audiobook version of that or not? I don't know. that. That might be a rough one.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good narrator, mm-hmm. but there are a couple recordings of, you know, Harvey Weinstein being a piece of shit.
1: Well, okay, so here's my last recommendation. I'm going to give that. That kind of leads me to my next one. Okay, um, is another podcast podcast series that does kind of seasons. Is produced, it's called 30 for 30. And I don't know if you're familiar with the 30 for 30 um, sports documentaries.
0: I've seen a few of those.
1: Okay. And those are produced by ESPN. Um, Even if you're not a sports person, some of, I mean, I, and because I like some sports, but not, you know, I don't consider myself a sports person so much. (laughs) Uh, Although I probably know more about sports than I think I do.
0: Um, Which makes us, uh, you know, sleepers, dark horse sleepers at trivia night.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I am. That's true. But so um, this is another one. And this is like American Scandal too, where you can sit there and you can binge like I've been sitting through an eight hour work day and binge an entire season of one of these podcasts like in a day. Oh man. Yeah. Because because the episodes are so short with the 30 for 30, some of those are like are, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. But you know, no more than I think I haven't even have one of those yet that's more than 50 minutes. But that they those have actually had clips and interviews with these different people. And some of the so some of the ones that the 30 for 30 podcasts have done in their seasons have just been like one off type episodes. And they did like one episode that was all about just a 30 minute episode. But it's all about how it happened that that team photo that LeBron James and Dwayne Wade from in the Miami Heat took where they're in like a ballroom uh, at a hotel and they're all wearing hoodies up and with their heads down. It was it, like honoring Trayvon Martin um, and how like they took that as a, they decided after that was a response after the Trayvon Martin shooting and um, and they took it as a t- they took decided to take it as a team and put it vir and made it viral and then basically start helped started this celebrity movement and all of these different things like as a conscious team political action and it's like you know I like I like basketball that's about the only sport that I'm like really like I will I get into and I actually played <laughs> once upon a time when I was considered tall I just haven't really grown since (laughs) you know um no just that extra inch but no it so you know things like that that you're like i mean wow that's a really interesting and you know historical and political kind of thing but it also is a sports kind of story but then they're talking about well this is the way the social media was used and all these different things there's like and but then there's an a, a season that's all about one story where, speaking of pieces of shit, there's, like, uh, Donald Sterling, the owner of the L.A. Clippers, who was caught on tape on audio. Oh, that guy. Basically racist and, sec- like, sexist, like, slumlord, all this stuff, like, oh, my God, basic overall
0: piece of shit. Yelling Uh, at his girlfriend for having black friends and shit like that. Yeah. And
1: she's mixed race herself. Like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. And it's not just like that. He was caught on tape with that, but that would have been like the latest in a series of scandals for this guy. And I was like, Oh my God. I had, I didn't realize it was the, that bad. I knew there was something else, you know, but it's like, oh, it wasn't, I mean, I wasn't as, you know, it wasn't as high profile, but I do, I mean, I that I remember that whole, oh my God, that was so, so such a high profile thing. And the fact that she had the audio and it went on for like 10 minutes, you know, it's crazy thing. So, yeah, you're talking about that, the Ronan Farrow book. at in the audio book, uh, in hearing Harvey Weinstein, some of that shit. Like, uh, it's a, uh, I'm, it, yeah, I'm glad they have recreations on that Mar- uh, mysterious Mister Epstein one. Mm-hmm. Like they have, you know, they have just actor, like two male, like an, a male actor, basically reading it. They don't even have it, like even if it's a female, and not, not even trying to do a voice or anything. So it's, it's very just very plain, uh, so, which is a good thing when you're listening to something that's a supposed just like speculated. The way that they do it is that we, it's like they don't, there are certain scenes that they're like, this is what went, what is said to have gone down, but we don't know if these are the exact words. You know what I mean? That kind mm, of setup. Yeah. but they at least do, they do a disclaimer. I will say that, you know, So, but they do it, it, you know, and when you're talking about sex with underage girls, you're like, um, yeah, (laughs) or, you know, inappropriate, like her, you know, sexual harassment, not that there's any appropriate sexual harassment, but you know what I mean? Like in inappropriate type situations is what I mean. I I started things
0: that are sexual harassment
1: thank you. I started to say one thing and then I went to say something else at the same time that there is no appropriate sexual harassment Speaking. Yes. Anyway. So, so yeah, I would recommend the mysterious Mr. Epstein, then American scandal one. And then the 30 for 30 podcast. Like I said, they're such, there's such short little things. And even with like the 30 for 30, if you just want to, Oh, I want a one-off. They have some of those that are just one-offs, you know, say you're like, I have no interest in boxing. I'm not going to listen to the one that's about boxing, even though that's actually a really interesting story. The one that they have there. Yeah, the cops.
0: I saw one that, you know, uh, one time when we recorded you had recently gone to a New York Islanders game, but there there was a 30 for 30 about some guy that scammed his way into being owner of the Islanders for a while, and he had like no fucking money. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't it's, know if that um, ever
0: got turned into the podcast, but it was definitely on the TV uh, version of the show.
1: Yeah, well, I I mean, this sh- I have to say, the show has some that that are are pretty interesting because I've watched some of those that I'm like sports that I I. I don't know anything about rugby. (laughs) I don't claim to, um, you know, it, it, I just, whatever. It's just not my sport. Um, and I've watched, you know, something on that. And it was the way it's just a well done documentary and, you know, and I want to there, they haven't done as many of the 30 for 30 as far as seasons go. They're getting ready to start up another one, another season, but this one I think is going to be just another series of like one offs. Um, Like they did one about how women or basically the history of women being allowed in professional long distance running. I mean, it sounds, it sounds weird, but how it was such a recent thing, like in 19, basically 1967 is when the gender barrier was broken in marathons, but it wasn't even a situation of it being legal. It was the first time a woman openly ran in a race and she had the, you know, was it, I guess the judge or something like run out in his suit after her and trying to yank her down, you know? And she basically she was running with her boyfriend someone else, another guy she knew and her coach and her boyfriend and the coach and her friend or whatever, like punched the guy in the face or something just so like and the coach continued running with her because she was like, "Nope, I, no he, no he's not gonna stop me." <laughs> yeah. It's really and to hear these this woman you know who's who's older now in her seventies, you know talk about this this crazy thing and, and you're like 1967 was, you know and she's like these are the things that they were saying as reasons why women couldn't compete in long distance running like more than a mile. It was like things like your uterus would fall out. It's like crazy stuff. Like anyway, yeah, it's really interesting these stories that. Wow. Like, I mean, I knew, I've seen the photo of that incident. I mean, it's a pretty famous thing. And I, you know, it was still before title IX was passed, but, um, it's interesting to hear the story and the fact that because it's 30 for 30, they have actual, you know, interviews with these people, with the athletes. It's, you know, and it's to hear them talking about some of the history themselves is, is pretty interesting, you know, and I, like, I think it makes it more powerful.
0: Hmm. All right.
1: So yeah. Yes. So yeah, that's I about think, it for I me right that, now. You
0: know, I think that was, you know, uh, life gets busy and yeah. not, not everything we consume is worth talking about.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. And also, I mean, it, Sometimes if you're busy, you just get in the rut of, I'm going to stick something on that I've seen before and watch it over and over again. But eh, is it really anything that exciting? <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. done. <laughs> I do that every once in a while. And yeah,
0: you know, but I, you only have time for one thing. And you, do you want to take a risk or do you yeah. want to know what feels good? You never know. Yeah. Maybe maybe you'll take a risk on one of the things we suggested in today's referral slip. I think we, yes. well, we found ourselves at the end.
1: Yeah. Um, well, before we go, I do want to say that for our next episode, the full episode, the big November episode, as it were, You know, we are going to be covering... What film are we covering, Darren?
0: Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai.
1: Yes. And we are going to be reading Rashomon and other stories. And I'm going to, I know that there are a couple different versions of this out there. There's, like, one version, I think, that has six stories, which is what we're reading. And then there's a version that has 17 stories.
0: But since Rashomon's involved, maybe none of us will remember it the same.
1: But, exactly. (laughs) But what I'm going to say, what are these stories we're going to read are, is In a Grove, which is actually what the film Rashomon is based on. Um, then the next short story is called Rashomon. then Yam Gruel, The Martyr, Kesa and Morito, and the Dragon. Yeah,
0: so Which involves a Prankster priest, if I'm not mistaken. I
1: believe you are correct. Yes.
0: That sticks out.
1: Yes. But I forgot anyway, yes. all the details of that one. I haven't reread it yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I haven't either. But I remember looking up to make sure that I had the proper table of contents. Um, yeah. So yeah, you recently were on the the Scream Queens episode. I think <laughs> since we last recorded.
1: Yes. Well, I I had recorded it farther in advance, but it was released in it. And it didn't get released on every feed, like, on every um, platform when it was supposed to. There was, like, some sort of technical glitch. So it got released, I think, like, I don't know if it was after Halloween. Or, no, it was right before Halloween. It should have been released, like, over a week prior or two weeks prior. Something like that. Anyway, yes, I was on Screen Queens covering the Legacy. So... As part of um, Patrick's pot a thon, raising money for new alternatives. So I think the fundraiser might be over, but I'm not 100% sure. Still, if you want to go, um, if you're interested in uh, checking that out and giving them a donation, it, New Alternatives is a. Or, an organization here in New York City that takes care of homeless LGBTQ youth. Yeah.
0: So, and I think if yeah. the fundraiser is over, I, I remember one year, it might have been last year, it might have been the year before. So, sadly, it has not been every year, but I I wrote to him mm-hmm. after the fundraiser and he shot me all the information to make the donation myself. So, yeah. Um, no, he was absolutely. Very no matter what yes. time of year, whenever you're listening to this,
1: no, he he volunteers with them on a regular basis, and so he, yeah, any time of the year, if you're, like I said, yeah, if it's over, and just we'll, yeah, get in touch with him, and or get in touch with us, and we can get you in touch with him, and he'll, yeah, make sure everything's taken care of. It's a good, it's a good cause, but we had fun on the episode, yeah.
0: Well, awesome. You got anything else coming up? That is it. Cool. Um, Do you have anything? Oh, no, I'm uh, probably sometime around the time that this episode is first available over on Psycho-Semantic. There should be a new episode with uh, our dear friend Desmond and I doing Mm -hmm. Assassination Nation. Ah. Uh, so that should, that should be searchable over at Psycho-Semantic. Um, the Atomic Age saucer cast may or may not be recording soon, but we're going to be doing another Cold War era sci-fi movie. Okay. And there's some new video game out, so I, I think the Midnight Horror Show is on indefinite <laughs> hiatus because Danny, the host, has to play Fortnite or something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I, I mean, people have priorities, I understand.
0: Yeah, and he's very upfront about it. We, we all get it. You know, almost all of us have our own shows. You know, Duncan has, you know, seven podcasts a week coming out, usually. And uh, so... I I know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Psycho-Sumated, there's going to be other things. It is an election year, so I don't know if I'm going to go really... Serious or really stress avoidant over there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe a mixture of both, depending on how the tides are going. But um, VD Clinic Pod at almost all your social medias, uh, if you want to connect with us in other ways, dear listener. And, yeah, I mean, uh, looking to the future, uh, December is going to have our traditional
1: a commentary of some sort i think Yeah, a
0: commentary our, our, and,
1: our new tradition as of last year it's a tradition
0: yeah and and something winter related but not necessarily or definitely not something that everyone would think of as a christmas movie <laughs> yeah exactly like thing to try to avoid um so yeah we're, we're doing that and uh thank you
1: yeah so until next time Darren.
0: I am the Darren.
1: And I am the Vanessa. Bye.
2: If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema Psyops, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Mean Power Hour. Hello, this is the Doom Show. Hero Hero Ghost Show. Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shade Cast, Short Bus Cinema,